Welcome, dear listener, to That's Just Ridiculous, a podcast featuring me, Paul Fryer. And me, Guy Kenaway. And uh, the, it's getting colder now. The winters are drawing in, which so it seems anyway. Yeah. And, and summer is but a distant memory. Yeah, we've been going for a bit now. We didn't have to record many episodes, me and Paul, before we started fantasising about the mammoth huge success that was on our hands and that was going to unfold in front of us. Obviously, we would not We would never normally say it because it's extremely hubritic and rather tasteless, but it's just that we are such dreamers, both of us. And I was just teasing him earlier, I was saying, you know, what, what in your absolute most secret secret uh, fantasies what ha- how far do you see uh, that's just ridiculous going and his answer was magnificent what was it Paul? i can't remember what did i say no i remember I, mine was there was basically in, in when radio history is written there will be there will be before that's just ridiculous and after that's just ridiculous a game changer the whole the, the way the whole medium was was uh, handled was done I'm not quite sure in what way. You said people would be fired, like all the producers. All the producers would go. It would. It would. It would. It would be. It would be a bit. We're like a sort of punk radio. Yeah, like before and after punk, punk rock. Yeah, absolutely, and grunge. What did I say? I didn't say anything, did I? No, yours were always. Get those boys over here. We've got to sign them up. <laughs> we need a big I don't care. I don't care. I, I don't care where they are. Get hold of them. <laughs> and we're on. We've gone. We've gone on a cruise to the Arctic Circle to try and escape all the media attention. This is it. The storm of media attention surrounding us. That you know, like offers coming over the phone. Offers <laughs> coming over the phone. Offers to produce stuff. Offers to right. to endorse things. Just offers of sex, offers of money, offers of everything. Snowed under. Snowed under, literally. Yeah, yeah. Guy, yeah, nervous breakdown. Guys had to go on beta blockers yeah. just so he can write his checks out. And, and this, these stories, which we entertain each other with, uh, that uh, are built on 263 listeners, <laughs> which is what we've got today. He, and Guy keeps checking the, the numbers like yeah. it, like he's having a crack pipe. It's like a god. He, it is he like does it in a secret. Coke habit. I just go, oh, I wonder if we've got 262. So he says, I'm going to stop doing it. I'm, I'm going to check. I'm going to get. I'm going to get Catherine, who's our helper, to 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 change the password on on the. Uh, on the Podbean account, so that I can't keep checking it because it really is getting ridiculous. Right, it's like then, hide, hiding your coke around the house. Yeah, yeah, or hiding a bottle of whiskey under the sofa or whatever. Yeah. And, so, I, and this morning I said, oh, oh, morning, guy. Maybe maybe we should check... And I've already done it. I've said I've already done it. <laughs> it's terrible, but, I, but I'm a bit... I, I am a bit... I'm a bit... Uh, of an addict like that. I check the... I don't know how many other writers would do it. I'd really like to know, actually. I check my Amazon uh, rating, because it changes all... It changes maybe 10, 15 times a day. And I find myself checking that when I feel insecure. And when it goes up, I go, Oh, it's not so bad. Someone must have bought a book. And when it goes down, it's like... Guy, you're shit. A little bit Give of dopamine there. Give it up. Give it up. What, what's the one? What, what's the hormone that I'm getting when it's going down? Because uh, I love that hormone too. I can tell. Oh. Oh God! You see, why did you waste your life? Uh, Look where you are now. You've slipped another fifty places in the Amazon. Um, yeah. What is that? Uh, whatever it is, that one comes, and then the, a little shot of dopamine comes in when it goes. Oh, we've gone back up forty places. Someone somewhere's bought one. It's a, it's a sorry way of living. 
Yeah. It's the way I live. It's the way I live. It reminds me when I used to be in a band when I was in my early 20s, and we used to get the papers every week and scan the uh, the reviews at pages of the NME with the hope that somebody had been to one of our gigs and did us a little review. Right. But we never got them. No, well, of course, nowadays, you have to do the review yourself. You would have just got someone to review it and put it in there. Well, that's how they used to do it then as well, wasn't it? it, would, it? We didn't realise you had to... It was yeah. payola. Yeah. I was just thinking about cocaine, actually. I wanted to talk to you because what, what, there, there, are, there are many bad things about cocaine, but one of the, one of the things that, that is, really doesn't help its cause as a drug is that with, with alcohol, there's lots of really nice rituals around it, whether it's make, mixing a cocktail or having a nice glass for some good wine so you can see the colour of it and you can get the bouquet, mm. or putting it with some good lime or lemon if it's a, you know, if it's a gin and tonic. And it's a massive array of ways of taking alcohol, and nearly all of them are to beautify the alcohol and to enhance the situation, enhance the experience. But cocaine has got really stuck, you know, on a mirror in a bog. And I know, you know what I mean, and it's so inelegant. And I was just thinking about the ethical, about the rule, I have, there are a lot of rules around drinking, like for instance in this house, unless we're having a lunch, we don't really drink alcohol before six. I'll look at my watch at 5.30 and go, oh, I've only got half an hour to go. Do you do that or do you just drink all day long if you want to? R rarely drink before the evening. Yeah, me, yeah, me, me too. What is there, an, is there a time that you've got? It depends on the day. If I'm having a shit day, then I, sometimes we'll bring it forward a bit, but... Yeah, but basically around five or six, is that Yeah. Right? What about cocaine? Don't do it in the day. And do you do it before supper ever? Never. So it's after supper? Yeah. Right, I, I, I agree. I agree with that. And if people start taking coke in the day, I, I get a fair kind of number of alarm bells ringing in my head. I don't like it. Mm. Uh, uh, in, in Jamaica, these, 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 two, these two women came round and we, and we got caned in the night. And then in the morning, it, it, I always sweep it away rather shamefully and guiltily, clean everything, put it away as if it was never in the house. Mm. And they just, like, wandered in and said, hey, guy, where's the rap? And it was, like, ten in the morning. And I thought this was a real challenge to... It was a, it was, it, it was, it was a real challenge to sort of... Um, proprietary, you know, to, to, to you know, to, to things being right. I thought this was wrong. You know, that's like drug taking. But there's what I do is just having a little gentleman's bump in the evening. Yeah. Whereas ten o'clock in the morning, wow. But at festivals, that gets pushed to one side of it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think all bets are off on almost everything on festivals. But also, I've, I wanted to just say, go back to um, the, uh, the the delivery system. There have been some creative forays. Into uh, into different methods of imbibing. Yeah, the, the I white remember in the in, in the seventies or eighties, you would see guys with little ch uh, necklaces with tiny spoons around there. Yeah, a little file, and, and then there was a bullet one where you kind of shook it to oh, get it the into the thing, yeah. to get it into the um, into the, de into, little, into the delivery. Sort you of turned pot, a little and then, thing, and it was like a it was like a transparent that's um, it, that's it. perspex bullet. There were a number of different ones. I remember a brass one, and you could kind of load a load a sort of a, a little pod of it, and then and then sniff it, and and it would you, the whole lot wouldn't come with it. You could give you you could dose yourselves. That's right. But it did mean that you were stuffing something up your nose that had just been up your mate's nose, and there was 
it it's certainly not like having a really beautiful coupe of champagne brought on a silver salver. No, it's certainly so you've got a no. kind of snotty kind well, of or a, or a tiny dildo which you've got to put or on a your bloody neck. ten pound note. That's, or a bloody ten pound which note. Which actually everyone's got really frightened of everyone getting hepatitis C. Yeah, at one I'm point. not. It doesn't. That I, th I think that there are more 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 present dangers than that. Tell me, in the bog, do you crouch or lean over the bog seat? Or are you on... Now they've removed all the systems. Actually, bog design and the removal of all horizontal <laughs> levels is one of the most infantile and annoying features yeah. of... of uh, and Grouchy have done it, haven't they? There's nowhere to put your handbag now. On the no, that's right. They, they took all the, the horizontal shelving out of the lavatory. I think I do think it's really... Uh, measly of them to do that when they know what everyone's doing. Well, we're just going to have to put the bog seat down and do it on that. Well, know? that's what everyone does now, and it's yeah, a bit do revolting. Do you crouch or do you lean over? I crouch. Yeah, I crouch too, and sometimes I see myself crouching while I'm looking down at someone like you, sorry, some lovely person crouching by the bog, and I'm thinking, what went wrong with cocaine's delivery? You know, why yeah. isn't that? Why aren't the lovely rules and, for instance. Uh, that, well, the very fact that you have to go off and do it in, in pairs or on your own is just... If, it was, if that was alcohol, it would be horrible. It's weird. If, imagine you're all sitting around in a room and someone goes, hey, do you want to go? And hand you a can of lager. Surreptitiously. <laughs> <laughs> you went into the loon. Took a swig. <laughs> Took a swig. Left it on top, left it hidden behind the loo paper yeah. and said to someone, it's in the loo. It's in, it's in there, yeah. <laughs> It, alcohol would not have taken off. It shows like, how good cake is. Isn't it like that in Saudi Arabia? Just to an extent. I don't... You know, I've never been there, but I don't think you mess around with a can of lager in Saudi Arabia. No, you don't. No, you hide it. Coke. You have to hide it. Do you know what, though? I remember long ago in the colony room, when when I was, uh, when I was uh, a lot more enthusiastic about these things and, you know, eager to try new things, we heard about Elton John. Or it might have been Stevie Nicks who hired a dwarf to blow cocaine up his bumhole or her bumhole. Do you know this story? I have heard it about 10,000 times. Yeah, but so, so, who, so who did it then? Some, what made it up, which is, what we, which is obviously what happened. Well, I did it. Well, you blew it up Stevie Nicks' bum? No, I had it blown up my bum by somebody who shall remain nameless in the colony room leaning on the bar. What a horrible job that must have been. <laughs> <laughs> like I say, I fucking pity them. What a disgusting job to do. It wasn't disgusting, it was it was fun. I'm so, well, it may have been okay. You look, you, I can see the you've got a funny colour guy. But the you've got a bit green round the gills. Was it a woman or a man who did it? it Either was, way. It was a, a it was a lady. It's a loathsome activity for the blower. Oh god. Ugh. Anyway. We put it inside a biro and then ins in inserted the biro into the area and then and then she applied a short gust to the end of the biro, so she didn't have to come in, in contact with my with my with my man parts or anything. Well, well, anyway. Or with my. It's it's that it's, it's not again. Let's look at alcohol. Imagine you took your put alcohol at your bottom. You know, it wouldn't. It's not very. It's just not a very enticing prospect. But don't. How, I, how about this? There's also, aren't you curious about the effect? Not in the least. Okay. It's just coke. It doesn't matter where you know. Would it make your bum a bit cold? <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's not. It's just a stupid. I don't know. It's it's uh, it's making a. It's making a. You're making, just jealous. 
No, I'm not jealous at all. I wouldn't like that. You sound I'm, a bit jealous. I'd be very uncomfortable with that. Why? It's just it's unnecessary. Well, I think that... It uh, looks but, unnecessary. But I also find... Um, the, there's, the etiquette around it is odd. You know, so, so someone pans you a mirror or a CD case or an iPhone with four or five lines on them, and one line is clearly a little bit smaller than the others, and it's about third one in. Uh, which line do you take? The, it, what, what, what's your rule for which line you take? Biggest one always. Well, I'm hoping that you're going to to learn to be a better person. Do, really? Is that you take the biggest one? No. What do you do? What, tell me the truth. I usually go for the middling one. The the gentleman always takes the line nearest to them. <laughs> Just to let you know. <laughs> is, it, is that in Debrett? <laughs> there should be. I want it right. <laughs> the cocaine, the, the, you know, the, the, the cocaine user manual. This is there are rules around it. And what about this? Someone gives you a wrap and takes it into the bog, and you open it up. Okay, it's you, or um, some. As always, there's someone seen you going to the loo, and someone squeezed in at the last. Yeah, they come like, running up to the door with the foot in the door. And so there's two of you, you and a sort of stranger. Come on then. Oh, come on. Yeah, let's go on get in. Quick, come on, get in quickly. Uh, close the door, and you open the wrap. And how much of how big? What's how big a line are you going to put out? Well, it's hard to say, but I usually have an A-B wrap anyway. If you're going into those kind of social situations, what you do is you decant some into a smaller wrap and you only get that one out when you're around people you don't know or like particularly. You see, that is not gentlemanly behaviour. It is. It's completely... Because then you reserve the bigger wrap for your friends and people you can trust, because if you give the wrong wrap, the wrap to the wrong person, it comes back empty. Yeah, 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 it's true. Well, I remember... <laughs> I remember... Yes, it reminds me of a night I went to... Um, well, I can't remember we were at a party somewhere, and I gave my friend at the beginning of the party, and she said, can I have a quick line? I said, of course. And I gave my friend, because I don't have an A and B rap, because I don't like to make distinctions amongst my friends. Oh, I you're think everyone such a, should be treated equally, which is the fundamental law bollocks. of hospitality. No, it's not, it's Guy, not, because you don't give it to everybody. You don't give it to everybody. You give it to no one or you give it to everyone. You That's not it. true. It's just so mean-spirited. Anyway, I said to her, of course, and I, it, was a, it was a rap... Uh, from a glossy, like a Vogue magazine. You could just see it. It was from a glossy magazine. Right? Anyway, um, when, I, when she, she went and she came back and, and we did that thing standing up, so she came up and kind of palmed it to me as you're having a, a drink in a group. And um, when she palmed it to me, I, didn't, I put it straight in my pocket and then 20 minutes later I went off with, my, with, with a mate, said, let's go, I've got some coke. And there was quite a lot in the packet that I gave her. It was at the beginning of the party. And uh, when I went and got into the bog with them, I put my hand in my pocket and brought out, and it wasn't the same wrap. It was like a white wrap. And I, it was definitely a colour photograph, uh, the, the one before. So I said, oh, fuck, there's been a mistake here. That's very odd. And I opened up the wrap, and it was absolutely chocker. had a lot of coke in it. So I thought, well, we don't have to hurry to clear up the misunderstanding. <laughs> But I must say to her that she's accidentally given me uh, her, her other wrap. But it all seemed a bit odd that wh why did she need my Coke if she had so much Coke? Didn't think anything of it. Anyway, a bit later in the party, she said, Guy, do you want some, do you want some Coke? I said, yeah, that's really great. Thinking, that's odd, she didn't have any Coke earlier. Went into the loo where she opened up my coloured uh, uh, wrap and inside it was like one line. And she went, huh? 
what's happened to my coke? <laughs> and I said, I knew what's happened to your coke. That's my coke that you took to the loo and you decanted it into, the, into, into, that, into, into this wrap and you accidentally gave me the wrap of stolen coke back to me. <laughs> it's lovely. What did Bang she, to rights. What did she say? We just laughed. Well, what can we you just do? Laughed. But, you know, I've never quite forgotten it. I've never quite forgotten it. But it's I think, a, it, you know, all bets are... I can't all bets are off. We have to just forgive them. It turns, it turns people into monsters and liars, yeah, though. Yeah, it does, yeah. The people do become uh, very lying on it. Have you got any? No. And then, they're, and then you're the no, next she, thing, you know. not me. I never would do that. I, but it's not... It's not got... It's, it's never had its hooks in me like that. I just go, it's gone. Let's have it all... It's gone. Let's do it. In fact, also, another thing I put in my etiquette manual is... A gentleman should never really have cocaine in the house overnight. It should all be finished before everyone goes to bed. So you don't wake up with it in the house. Why? Because that's how you... It's like when you open a bottle of wine. You drink it. You don't, you don't put half an inch back in the fridge or, or on the, you don't leave it. You drink it. Yeah, but what if you away. don't want to take it all? You, that's ridiculous, Guy. That's a silly rule. Well, OK, well, that's... Well, because you don't... Otherwise, you wake up in the morning with it on your mind and you don't want to have that. You don't no, have you that. don't. You just get on with the day. I mean, I could say it's an evening thing anyway. Yeah, yeah. Some people really do go mad for it, though, like that Danielle girl who burned all her nose trill out and had to... Yeah. I mean, it literally takes so much, it burns out their entire the inside of their heads. And it must be a hell of a lot, because in my time, I've taken quite a lot of it. And, I'm, and the inside of my nose, I think, is still pretty much in operation. Yes. Yeah, so how much must you do to I do that no to you? I have no idea, but, but uh, a scary amount. Or it's very bad coke mixed with some nasal um, uh, acid or some. You know what I mean? It's basically yeah. just taking vim. That's what's, yeah. that would, what would it's, tear your nose yeah. apart. Destroy the septum, melt the septum. The septum, yeah. Yeah. You have to have really... There was that person who had to, had to have a reconstruction surgery because the, the middle of her face collapsed. What was her name? Danielle Westbrook. Oh, well, there's another one I was thinking of in the 70s. Some famous person. She said she woke up one morning and her, her face, the middle of her face, had fallen in. Not good. No, but worth it for the heart. <laughs> Anyway, I don't. I'm, I'm not really. I'm not that mad about it these days. No. Well, living in the country, it's not really a country pursuit. It can totally ruin an eye, actually. Absolutely, invariably does. Yeah. Invariably does. You know, one tiny bit at about, you know, straight after supper. That's all we need. But instead of which, we just plough on until 4am, absolutely ruining it. Yeah, talking shit. The same shit that you talked last time you did it, usually. A friend of mine, talk, you always used to describe it as quality bollocks. There you go. Guy, you're, on, you're talking quality bollocks. That's it, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I like the way some people really take against it. They, they, they attach a whole, like, social scene to it and a certain kind of character and are really vehemently against it. Well, actually, you get quite a lot of that around Glastonbury. They don't really like it around here. I don't, no. And I understand that. They, they, they consider it to be a materialistic, selfish, ego-driven, ego... It's so ego-enhancing. Yeah. And, and I said, it's all of those things. It's fantastic. And they, they're, they're a bit against that because they're always trying to kind of... For some reason around here, they see the ego as a bad thing, and it, for the life of me, I can't work out where they're all trying to uh, um, <laughs> suppress their egos. How they're going to carry on without one, really? It... Oh, get anything done. 
get anything done? Who, you know, who got anything done without an ego? You know, well, yeah. I guess a slave, you know, someone being just shouted out and told what to do. It'd be but if you're going to do something yourself, you've got to have an ego. And around here, it attracts people with, with very moderated egos, and particularly musicians. And they are quite skillful, these musicians, and, uh, and they're good at playing their instruments. And the sign they have no ego is that they, is that they never really want to perform. They want to go and record on their own in their house. I've got a friend, and he's been on his album for 11 years, and I'm not exaggerating, 11 years. I think he's on track seven. And I just said to him, what you're missing is an ego, because anyone with an ego would say, I want to hear what people think about it. And you know, my ego's so great, a bit like with this podcast, Paul, I don't care if I make a complete idiot of myself. My ego demands that I put something out there and just see how it is. And it could go so badly wrong. But because my ego's in control here, it, I can't stop it. And they have, he just does not have that. He just goes, it's not quite right, guy. I just want to re, you know, record the hand claps on uh, track three. <laughs> you know, we're gonna, I've, got someone, I've got a really good person who's really good at clapping coming in from Amsterdam. And he, and he just nurdles and nurdles and nurdles. And I said to him, it's because you've got no ego. You're just a craftsman. That's the difference, really, between a craftsman and an artist. An artist has this crazy ego that, make, that makes them push it out there. Mm. And it doesn't matter if it goes well or badly. They don't care. Mm. That is true. And, uh, and why people are encouraged to suppress their ego, I really don't know, because I think they get frustrated and they get, they get confused as to why they're, they're not doing anything with their lives. Or producing anything. But the problem you've got there is that not everybody who's got an ego is interesting or talented. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got to listen to them as well. Yes. Well, it's like that line in Desiderata, listen to the dull and the ignorant, for they too have their story. It's like, why would you want to listen to them? Especially if they've got a big ego. Dull, ignorant people with an ego is really... <laughs> on coke. Oh, God, you know what I mean? Yeah, four in the morning. Yeah. I can think of a few. I, uh, but, you know, I, I, I understand that loss of ego thing. It's very nice I, to be free of that as well. You know, that's why I like to do, you know, I've, historically, I should say, I've enjoyed um, taking hallucinogens because you end up somewhere totally different, you know, and you, do, you kind of look down on your own life in a way or you step outside of it. I mean, often, it, you know, it, it, it also puts you through the ringer because you realise the things that you've done and the bad things you've said to people and it can be really cathartic. But ultimately, what's... What, 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 you take a drug to go over the bad things in your head that you've done and said to people. Sometimes it happens like that, yeah, it's almost like therapy. You could end up crying for two hours that about something. That doesn't sound like a very enjoyable experience. Why would you ever do that? Because after, because at the end Why of it, you drink cider. That at the end of it, you feel cider. better. You feel better. Well, that's like saying you know, if you stick a staple into your foot, you know, when you pull it out, you feel better. Don't do it. No, if the staple's already in there, festering, and you don't pull it out, then it's going to get okay, worse okay. in the long run. I do think that there are that that that, that there is a taste for these drugs that do really, as far as I can see, make people feel horrible about themselves. Quite, you know, let alone vomiting, vomiting into plastic buckets and all that kind of stuff. And I just think... 
purging yeah. from both ends. So you're like in a shack full of people and everyone's shitting and vomiting yeah, absolutely. while everybody's high yeah. on, a, on a really weird drug. Yeah. I, I freely hallucinating I what is wrong with death and crows in the room. Yeah. While, better while, better to have three, three pints of bitter. While some maniac shaking vodkas, shakers over three you. Three vodkas and, and a couple of disco biscuits. Is that what you think? That's guy? a thing. That's a proper, you know, a, a more, a, you know, more reliable course of, of having fun than sitting in a shed with a, some wanker <laughs> warbling at you, you know, in, shaking in Spanish, shakers, shaky, shaky, and sticking into a into a cheap plastic maracas, bottle. maracas. But why do they do that, Paul? It's like, do you think it's the it's equivalent the, of hair shirt self-flagellation? A bit of that, and it's a bit of oh, look at that! I've got a, a malt whiskey that you've ne you haven't got in your collection. You, I've, I've got my Lafroig, you know, twenty-six-year-old. It's kind of a, so elite, just trying to get something that no one else has done. Do but the think... reason they haven't done it is because it's a fucking stupid way of carrying on, and it's no fun. It's, it's a no different fun. culture, though, guy. That culture sees it differently to what we do. They do it. It's called it's plant medicine. Like, they take tobacco as well for the same reason. They don't do it um, recreationally. Yeah, but they were never introduced to ecstasy and cocaine, and if they had been, then they would have said, let's get rid of this stupid one when we're sick in the bucket and go and have a good time. Well, I, but I like... Yeah. To, I like... like, oh, we got some pochine. It, it's, it's, like, it's like paint stripper. <laughs> and it gives you diarrhoea and, 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 you, and spoils your eyesight and gives you a headache for 18 days. <laughs> or... Would you like a really nice whiskey and soda? Oh God, this is fantastic! I'll go. I'll drink, try the pachino. I will try it. Won't you? No. Oh God. No, I don't want to drink. I don't want to drink methylated spirits. I'm not. I'm sorry, well, you but didn't that's... say it was methylated spirits. You said it was pachino. Well, okay, but you know what I mean. Why not drink fine wines? And why? Fine you, why are you slagging pachino off? Uh, OK, I'm anti-Irish. There's something... There is something a little bit... It's like ayahuasca off. Yeah. Although I've never taken it, but it never stops me in most things. Unresearched. <laughs> totally unresearched paper. My, my friend had it, and he, he said, I take ayahuasca, Paul, he's Italian, and he goes, uh, it's great, you have to try. Uh, he said, I, I take it, and there's the drumming, the guy's drumming, body. He says, so I take it, and then... He said, suddenly, I just have to shit it out. So I do the shit, and then he said, I lean over, and I'm, and I'm vomiting, and out of my mouth comes a crow, oh, a living crow animal, and it's flying around the room. And I think maybe it's my power animal. He said, and then, suddenly, the room is quiet, and she come. And I said, who comes? He goes, the lady death, she come in the room. And she starts to walk through every person in the room. And she getting closer to me, and I am absolutely terrified. It does make it sound quite good, actually. It does. But most people I know, it's not like that. It's just miserably sitting in some shack, as you say, covered in mosquito bites. Vaguely hallucinating. Yeah, vaguely hallucinating. <laughs> Wishing it would either get, big, get, 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 get more powerful or wear off. <laughs> Yeah. Looks like you've eaten a bad oyster or something. Yeah. Shitting and and, uh, and the and the other thing is is that it attracts a very low grade. Oh, I'm going to be in trouble for saying. Fucking hell, guy. Yeah, it, it attracts. Basically, it attracts people who are mentally ill. <gasps> I don't know. Where's Johnny? Did he have trouble in that department? Mm, it was uh, Fabio. 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 
No, no, Fabio is just a bit of a psychonaut. Right, okay. Well, because the, the, I think the ones who seem to get the most from it are, the, well, it, you would only be driven to being sick in a bucket and, ha you know, and shitting all over the place if you tried basically everything else and the thing in your, the storm in your head could not be calmed. Well, the thing about yeah, Fabio was I, I was once gluing to, together some perspex using chloroform and Fabio came over and went, what's this smell? And I said, it's this. And he went, oh, it's a chloroform. He said, can I try it? And I went, oh, for fuck's sake, Fabio, I'm trying to put my... And then he just disappeared off with the bottle. So, and then I was like, where's the fucking... And then, he, and then he came back an hour later and put it on the table. He went, he's a very one-dimensional. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever sniffed glue? Yeah. At art college. Right. Me and on, on purpose. Me and Damien sniffed it one day. We, were roll we ended up rolling around on the floor with all these bits of stuff stuck to us from the glue. And really, absolutely... I mean, I, you know, you start to see all those little patterns that you see if you keep doing it. We were really hoofing it, like... <laughs> what, you put it in a plastic bag? No, no, we had it out of a can of Evo. We were just, like, hoofing it. And then the tutors came in and caught us doing it, and it was only about day three. Right. It, it wasn't good, actually. They really marked our cards. But, you know, we were only... I was, well, how old was I? 18 or something, you know? You do That's stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't get hold of drugs then, you see. No, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't get hold of them. Yeah. But what about the... Um... This is a bit... This is... A, what, what, I'm enjoying this podcast again now because I'm just... I was talking to you then, and what I realised is that yesterday, and maybe occasionally at other times... I start slightly leaving the room as I'm talking, rather than just talking to you. Huh. And I don't want to... I think I have to let, let myself and let the pod down. Uh, well, like yesterday, we, we recorded, we weren't actually looking at each other.